I made up right. today. It's called the uh, Rig Run Down Wrist. Because I was watching my buddy today, a bunch of uh, videos of professional guitarists talking about their guitar setups live. It's pretty interesting. All right. And I learned to relearn a jazz chord, a diminished seventh. One of those, what the hell is that jazz chords? All right. So Sounds go. good. Welcome to the Two Lonely Boys in Canoe. Hey, how are you? What's hey. happening, Trevor? Hey. So we got Gorgeous George, Chris Evans. Yeah, I'm here. We got the producer, Gradient, of course. What up? And myself, Trevor Olsen, also known as Gravel Shits, and Ferrari the Kitty hiding in my room. So there you go. There you go. And beautiful Eugene all around us. Yeah, we're rocking and rolling. So what's been happening, Trevor? Uh, today I... Today was my second day off, and I, uh... Didn't have to do laundry today, so I, uh... Didn't have to use your AK while doing laundry today? Very true. <laughs> you know, I'm always cold like ice cubes, so that's it's how I It's a good roll. day, you yeah. know? Good song. But, uh, I went and jammed with a buddy that... Trying to make up some, like, hardcore riffs and see what happens. Learn some new chord and learn some, uh... New guitar tools that I cannot afford but someday so it's like you ever God. smash a guitar on stage no it's too expensive you ever wanted to no there's people I wanted to hit in the head but I hope that the guitar is in good condition but the person's face is not in so good condition so when I see a, when I see a guitar getting smashed versus a person it's like it depends on the person well you've probably been at a lot of live music shows I've been in right? a lot of mosh pits I've so heard a lot of people have you ever seen something go wrong on stage where yes. somebody's doing like a guitar swing and then the strap breaks I did see I did see a guy once he was taking a bass and he was like swinging around yeah and a guy was trying to get on the trying to get on the stage and just clocked him right in the face <laughs> and then he just fell back and then the crowd just pulled him away like yeah. just like an ocean just pulling you into a tide and I was like I'm not going to get on the stage I'm not trying to get cracked in the face by a bass in front of a thousand people but other than that yeah I think the craziest uh, thing I ever saw was a guy do a stage dive where there wasn't a ton of people <laughs> and there was like six folks and they tried to catch him man but it was just too much forward momentum he ended up knocking back the like last two people on the ground it was pretty fun damn <laughs> I was just walking away I was like I can't do nothing here man just yeah. let it be Novoselic from Nirvana he fucking took himself out with a bass yes he threw it up like 25 yeah. feet in the air and it came down Ooh. on his head cracked and knocked Ooh. him the fuck out like for a while like it did damage you gotta be careful it's not easy out there rocking and rolling especially like bass <laughs> like solid body like electric basses are fucking heavy like I mean it's not the same as a piano being dropped on you imagine still. being Mozart and shit this fucking piano cracked me <laughs> well if you have a piano phone you're probably in a looney tunes episode in that case you're a cartoon and it's, it's okay black and white skit. yeah you're gonna have little birds just like flying over you in a circle and your, your teeth clouds. are piano keys yes. <laughs> and then like the light the like the light bulb just explodes over you and all those. walt disney comes along and says i can take this for myself <laughs> pretty much yeah by the way fuck you walt disney Asshole. Yeah, he did a lot of weird stuff in the yeah. boy or Boy Scouts of America. I don't know also, what that's all about. He was yeah. also a fan. Yeah, of he wasn't. The, he was also a fan of the Hitler too. So well, that's what I mean. He had his uh, his money and priorities elsewhere. Yeah. Not but, not in the Jewish people's favor. No. No. But, 
I'm sure I'm sure Disney Plus would try to get their self into any synagogue now if they could. But so is he frozen? Is that the whole thing with Disney? Is he frozen? He's frozen like a princess. Yes, his head is is being being uh, what is it cryogenically frozen? It's like and held. Futurama. It's like and Nixon when and we have guys. the technology, we're gonna reinfuse his brain to come back and do other weird shit. We'll attach it to like a giant robotic Mickey Mouse. So you comes imagine back a like, cyborg oh, Mickey there, Mouse? Oh, you're all gonna die! Oh, what a take over the world! Oh, that was his plan the entire time. Yes, he was like, "I'll build the most ridiculous animatronic." He was big into animatronics for a while, man. It's not Way, to say he, he wouldn't get time. into cyborg stuff. I feel like the the Mickey Mouse parody has been done by. Family Guy South and Park. South Park. Ridiculously. It's yes, kind of hard I, to I, even keep doing it because they kind of uh, captured it. Yeah. I love the scene in Very South true. Park. Where but I had a fire cabinet. I'm not blaming you. Yeah. <laughs> but I had a fire cabinet that talked like Mickey Mouse. So for, for a few months of my life, every morning, we're like, oh, make sure your tools are sharp. Oh, drink water. Like, he had All the time. Lot. That wasn't like a that wasn't like a, a cartoon joke. That was my life. That's a lot. He had so. low T. He just had a lot of low testosterone, so, so he had a really high voice. My version was a little more intense than the cartoon version, but yeah, it's it's been overplayed. Moving so on. Mickey Mouse had a great uh, joke in uh, South Park where he's floating away like the Macy's Day balloon, yes. and he's like, "There goes Mickey back to Valhalla." So he will slumber and wait for another thousand years to reign. <laughs> so crazy. I want to talk about any plug shout outs anyone wants to do real quick. I don't know. Well, we were talking about anti-Semitism a little bit. My friend Gordon Lafer's running to be reelected to this to the four J school board. Jewish? Yeah. Very cool. He's a nice. cool guy. Nice. He's very brilliant. He's a UO prof. He's written some good books. He's a very strong labor yeah. champion. So he like wants you guys to have rights and shit. Yeah, yeah. Jewish yeah. people get a bad rap, man. Jewish people are some of the coolest people I've ever known. I've known some really, I've known some really cool Jewish people. I got to go to a bar bat mitzvah one time, and it was a lot of fun. Well, the area that I grew up in in South Florida had a ton of Jewish people in a community. Yeah. There was like an Orthodox Jewish community, and then there was like uh, like they walked to to synagogue every Saturday because you're not supposed to use like technology and stuff yeah. like that. Um, so you'd see them all like decked out and they're like black stuff in Florida, like footing them to, yeah. to synagogue. And you just be like, man, they must be hot. But no, some really nice people. Some of the nicest folks I've ever met. <laughs> True. So True. go out and vote, folks. <laughs> Unless you don't want to. That's the case. Voting's cool. I think voting at the smaller level is probably the only way it works. The higher you get up, the yeah. more the more reason there is not to cast a vote or not to count, count a vote casting. Ready? You want to talk about today with your whole thing or no? I mean, yeah, I could talk about a couple of things he's done since being on the board. That was really cool. He thought I was coming from a city council meeting to to come here at six. Okay, but uh, that's why I thought. I'm sorry. So no, what what was the it? Local news. All good. It was a campaign kickoff rally. Okay, and it was at tsunami books. Yeah, yeah. Tis the season. Yeah, he's a. One of the main things he doubled the amount of librarians, and uh, in because there was a long slide in librarians being yeah. funded, yes. they doubled it. They brought librarians back to elementary schools for the first time in twenty years. Um, nice. And you know it's a stoner show, so I don't remember much of the other things. It's <laughs> okay. That's a part again? of a stoner show. Not remembering right. some of the topics. Yes. We talked a lot about you know just trying to not make school like something that just like beats the creativity out of kids, like all this hyper testing and yeah teach, and. Yeah. and he wants to empower teachers and students and 
and there's a lot of administrative district bullshit where especially mm-hmm. school boards like to fucking soar at 30,000 feet, look down on everyone, 100%. hire a superintendent, and then just back the superintendent because it's off yep. their ass. Exactly. It's easy to pass the buck in educational systems. I think a okay. lot of the times the people that you want to empower or are some of the administrators and the teachers and stuff like that, but unfortunately they're at the lowest part of the total also pole. the whole issue of school shooting too so now there's the whole concern of like should we train these school teachers in armed and unarmed combat so i can see why like police and also with the pandemic we just had with the whole school being like online like this is a rough time to be a teacher so the public education system hasn't been good for a long time in america unfortunately no. we have certain we areas it and it was, eh. but we have certain areas of the country that do better in public education but for the majority of children it doesn't do well yeah. and that's the sad part is that there's a lot of kids kind of just stuck in the loop of you have to go to school because if you don't your parents go to jail so and there's not a lot of options for children that don't have the homeschooling option. They don't have like a private school option. Public school is the only thing that you can go to. Yep. And that's the only thing the law will allow. Yeah. So yeah. making public schools a lot better is a, is a good thing. I think it but it's so tough. It's money. Well, a lot it's a of lot the of other, money. To, the, to the extent that it's like this side versus the other side, a lot of the other side just doesn't want to do that because they want to just put the money into private ed yeah and get their kids into private ed and parochial and it's like they actively don't want those good things to happen usually for public schools i think in the way that the budgets shake out i guess i think that it's really easy to dismiss what they want because they say oh well there's other things we can spend that money on that'll be more lucrative for the children Mm -hmm. but a lot of the times the way the money's used for the school systems isn't in for the children it's not in better lunches. It's not in better school supplies. It's not yeah. in a lot of the things that the people need, better uh, laptops and stuff. It's in a new stadium for the football team. What would it's you guys in, think of a very small expense that's almost nothing to the district to have uh, pads and tampons for free for all students uh, in middle school and high schools all throughout the they district? They should. Do you think that yeah. would be? Because women are going to the problem. Yeah, Gordon Lafer made that happen. Yeah. So, so Gordon well, that, that should have been a thing for a long time. So Why hasn't it been? You know? <laughs> yeah, sure People they, don't have menstrual cycles in, in middle school and high school. They should also pass out condoms, too, like, and like talk about it like, most of the times they do uh pass out condoms but probably not at the school they're not promoting sex at the school but in some the sex ed unit maybe but yeah. like planned parenthood's kind of got that shit online exactly too. you <laughs> you go to any planned parenthood bro they got bowls and bowls of condoms well, we used to go there, there we used to go there oh, yeah. to get tested with our girlfriends to find out if they were pregnant and to get them on birth control that was a whole thing when i was growing up we'd yeah. take our girlfriends that were like 16 down to fucking <laughs> the thing and get uh their parents consent which is basically them signing a form um yeah that was pretty nuts but you'd walk out of there with a fistful of condoms and, and you felt like a man. You know? nice. Just put one on each finger. Yeah, you're yeah. like, look at how grown up I am. I got my girlfriend birth control. I'm like the Thanos, but of STDs. Well, so then Fanny Stones and it was, condoms. It was one of those things. We, we were trying to be, I think, responsible because we were all sexually active. We weren't really using condoms, and that was on us. But... Birth control was a pretty smart option for them. You know, they use it to get their menstrual cycles, like, uh, what is it, lined up? Not lined up, fucking uh, regulated. You got to regulate. <laughs> <laughs> he can sense when I put the camera on him and he's got the cool shades on. Yeah. He's doing an arm dance. 
Because I have cool guy senses, Gradient. You should know this by now. <laughs> <laughs> I've reinforced your cool guyness every time I can. Might, wait, it might wait. be going down a little with the weird dinosaur stuff. I'm going to let them have time. Valentine's happened. It was rough for the dinosaurs. They're still recovering from their crazy 48-hour sex orgy during Valentine's. That's why I can't They don't even have long enough arms to do much with those. Well, so it's like all lower body and tail. It's I, a I'm lot guessing, of ass slapping on the female Tyrannosaurus Rex. I think there's just a lot of <laughs> roll, just <laughs> a lot of rolling around, a lot of uh, ground and pound, if you know what I mean. Maybe a few instead of a few rear naked chokes, a few rear naked pokes. Isn't that like when that. Mario hits so, A and then A in the air? Ground and pound. <laughs> yes, ground and so pound. So you went to a, a Valentine's party the other I day. I did. How, I did a lot of things this weekend. I went uh, last night. It was belated as my, my my buddy. It was a combination party, right? Yeah, and I Birthday, drew. Birthday, I drew. A, I drew a, like a, a humorous card. I got a picture of it, but I drew a humorous card of uh, the Kool Aid Man getting sucked into a black hole, and a bunch of spy balloons getting sucked in there, and like stars and planets. Because I was like, I need rough, so I just drew it real quick, and then. Wait, this was like a charades game? No, it was a card that I drew. It. I drew it a birthday card. I drew the Kool-Aid man getting ripped into a black hole. Oh. Yeah, picture, yeah. But I, I draw still. I still draw sometimes. Oh, you meant you, you drew a picture for them. Yeah. I, it's on the phone, but yeah, I, I drew it for them. And after that, we hung out. They had me play banjo. Because they're like, you play guitar a lot. So they handed me a banjo and I tuned it for them. Okay. I got more. I didn't realize there's so many different tunings of banjo. There's like four or five. I did the long neck tuning version but it was weird did it sound good it sounded fine there was a broken string but i just played power chords and metal scales and and then there was another guy that played it was cool but yeah other than that we smoked weed and uh had some sam had some like sandwiches and i actually had some of the best cupcakes i've had in a long time and they were made with beets surprisingly and they beet were cakes no they were beet cupcakes beat your cakes yeah they beat your cakes they were beets and chocolate beat those cakes beat those cakes <laughs> there you go the title of the show beat those cakes but that, they were so moist and delicious so there I was had no a, idea beet cupcakes could be so good <laughs> there was, was a, a nutritionist lady that was on the bonfire nikki dinky and she does a lot of those. Dinky. Oh, she has an awesome that name. Is a wild awesome name. name. She's Nicky actually Dinky. really hot. She's a little like a blonde chick. She was oh, on the Wendy man. Williams show. It's awesome. But uh, Dan and Jay had him on the ep- or had her on an episode, and she made uh, brownies with black beans in them. And I thought that was so crazy, man. You know, you can make good brownies with black beans. Yeah, here it is. What the hell, dude? Yeah, Nikki, check he's pretty, this out. Oh, this is pretty dope. The camera, maybe. Yeah, I drew it in like ten minutes. Nikki Dinky's the shit. Oh, morbid. Yes. <laughs> That's what I was like. I was like, did but the Kool Aid Man blow a, a hole through his head? I, I one time when I was uh, in a drawing class at community college, we had to draw and do little ceramic tiles, and they put put them all around this fountain, and it was about saving the earth, and everyone yes. had like. Saving the Earth. Damn. I like that. But it, everyone else had, like, hearts in the planet, everyone holding hands. I drew a bunch of, like, punk rock llamas on fire, like, tearing up through a neighborhood. Dude, and Nikki Dinky's hot. <laughs> Damn it, Trevor. She beats your story. Yeah, I'm sorry. Does. Yeah, she does. <laughs> sorry, yeah. You got out Nikki Dinky. <laughs> I have morbid Dinky. humor. There you go. <laughs> Nikki Dinky. 
Man, yeah. she's fine. All right. Um, all right. Can we do the real quick, the plug thing? Is it the news? No, we did the news. Yeah, we did the news. We're on it, baby. You didn't do yeah. your plug. Trevor, yeah. you got a plug. So there, I'll make it super quick. So a poet I know named Jeffrey Morrell, like the mushroom Morrell. Jeffrey Dahmer Morrell. But he, he, uh, he's a good poet, and he does the open mic with me at First Sounders Trap House. And he wanted me to give him a shout-out. And he gave our show a shout-out on his blog. But he has oh, a yeah. blog about foraging for plants and nature and poetry. And it's called foragingformore.substack.com. Okay. And it's just, like, really thoughtful, nice poetry about everything. And he just, he did one, like, a good one on Valentine's Day where he talks about how, if you, like, everyone, when you're an artist, same with music, too, like, you're always being pushed to, like, hey, play a love song, play a love song. But a lot of times, you talk about how poetry, he loves poetry so much that to him it's like a love to poetry. So every song is, like, when I play guitar, even if I'm fucking around, like, I love the guitar enough, like, it's me expressing myself through a guitar, so why do I need to specifically make just love-themed songs? Okay. So. I like it. Yeah. So, yeah, Jeffrey Morrell, check him out. I want to call poetry really gay. Forging for more at substack.com. I don't no, think it is, man. Poetry's really awesome. Poetry usually doesn't, doesn't like, get me, but... His poetry is really I've good. I've heard poems that I'm like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> like, sometimes it just hits you in the soul, man. Yeah, You're so like, I'll, what's I'll going I'll, on here? I'll, I'll in the description, sometimes I'll talk awesome about it. kind of gay. It's, it's right? a little bit of both, right? man. Just gay Breath enough to needle. be awesome. You know? <laughs> no, it was good. No, I, I used to... I didn't write a lot of poetry in school, but they made you write poetry in school. You know what I mean? And uh, there were some people in my class that they would write poems, mostly girls, but they would write some poems, and I was like, whoa. I usually was drawing morbid pictures and getting in trouble. That's what I usually did. You never had to write poems for class? I did. I just... Uh, I, I did some. I usually end up just drawing more, like writing stories, but... I always poems are cool. I, I always like, I like assimilated trying to do haikus. Haikus are pretty. I cool. always assimilated I mean, poetry with rap. So I was yeah. really into rap when I was younger. So I was like, poetry is just a different version, man. You might as I well rhyme as, some shit. I wasn't as much at that time when I got older, but at the time I was, you know, more just rock. But as what, I got older, I appreciated a lot more. What about you, Gradient? What about poetry? Uh, crazy enough, I've been having a fucking two-thirds finished poetry book for three years. Okay. I just haven't finished it. Yeah. Yeah, Are but I've been working on it. finish it, maybe? Yeah, I'm excited yeah. about it. Poetry's pretty dope. I don't know man. how I'm going to put it out, because I imagined it going on Instagram in, you like, wanna, nine panels of posts. We could give a shout-out for it on the show, maybe. Yeah, when it's ready. That'd be awesome. We'll give you a shout-out, maybe. Be maybe Maybe you could read one of your poems on the show. That would be pretty That'd dope. Be cool that oh yeah, dude. I got one with. about Chingy. Yeah, Chingy the rapper. Oh, yeah. Chingy. Oh, yeah. Okay, I've heard of them. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Could... Chingy was a funny guy, man. He was in that early two thousands group with like Soldier Boy and fucking. Oh. There's a bunch of them. Chingy been around a little bit though. Okay. Yeah. He got like. Didn't he get caught up in a murder rap or something? He killed the dude and went to prison. Damn. Don't know. You want to hear the first one? I have three poems about Chingy. Okay. Pretty quick. All, All right. right. All right. Breaking poetry. Real right. As a kid, I kind of thought about Chingy. What it must be like to be Chingy. Could we one day all become Chingy? Universal appeals about Chingy. Little kiddo believed about Chingy that it was far from hard to be Chingy. When you listen to works by Chingy, it doesn't strike you as hard to be Chingy. State of mind accessed. Pure Chingy. 
Just remember that you'll never be Nelly. <laughs> Damn. I liked the I like ending. That. that was really good. <laughs> it's just Nelly you'll just never a, be Nelly. Nelly was less of a flash into the pan. He had Nelly had a weird uh he yep. came up and he had some big songs in the beginning. He was with who the fuck was Paul he? Paul Wall was with him on some stuff. He did the oh, grills. No, he was before Paul Wall. But but the song grills, Paul Wall's in it. Yeah, grills yeah. hot in here. Yes, but Nelly was with the Rough. No, not the Rough Riders. He was oh, with no. the fucking. Oh damn it! Who was it's Nelly rough, with? What DMX just shows up? That'd no, he was with fucking. Now I'm getting on myself about rap knowledge. <laughs> Mystical and fucking, he was with a bunch of like Memphis rappers and t- and Nashville rappers that came up around the same time and shit. Yeah. Okay. And he got in into it really big because he was slightly country. Right. And he uh. did a bunch of music videos with like a bunch of strippers. That was Nelly's thing for a while. He had like some of the dirtiest strip videos. Have you heard the song "Accidental Racist"? Nelly no. and Brad Paisley. It's yes. a collab. Oh, yes. <laughs> he did a bunch it's of really cringy stuff. stuff where he's like, uh, if you forget the gold chains, I'll forget the whips and chains. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I, have, uh, I have actually seen it. It is pretty funny. There are so many funny country racist videos. It's like, what was the other one? Oh, God. There is the MAGA. Well, there's anything by Johnny Rev that's pretty cringy right there. No, there is this dude just recently who had like a real intense song. Tom McDonald? Yeah, with I, the MAGA guy and the black dude. And it was just yes. like, I don't know what is going because on these the days. White Why is this song? music? No, that's, that's, <laughs> that's Joyner Lucas who's similar, but Tom McDonald also. Can you bring is. it up, Gradient? But if Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Joy- racist or what? what? I Sorry. think Joyner Lucas is what Chris is talking about. I think it's the... Tommy oh, Donald's I'm not racist? Yeah. yeah, that's the yeah. song. Oh, yeah. Joyner Lucas. Yeah, no. And Eminem believed that he should win a uh, Grammy for it. Eminem believed that Joyner Lucas should win it. But Tom McDonald's in that song. Yeah, this game. one. Yeah, yes. With all due respect, I don't have pity for you black niggas. That's the way I feel. <laughs> Screaming black lives matter. All the black guys rather be deadbeats to pay your bills. Yell a nigga this, a nigga that. Call everybody nigga and get a nigga mad. As soon as I say nigga, then everyone react. Wanna swing at me and call me racist, cause I ain't black. And pound that then. Talking about slavery like you was around back then. Like you was I like how they didn't want to get a real MAGA hat, so they like just like stitched on the one with Yeah. Right. What I don't get is like. When did when did uh, music be- get this political, man? man? It's so no, political. <laughs> Still trapped in a rut. I work my ass I mean, off to pay a, my taxes for what? So you can keep there is a trend to it for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Children, I think during the four years that like Donald Trump was in, yeah, I think in the four years that Donald Trump was president, bro, like the politics in the country got so nuts. Like you're proud to be fake. It's really wild. You rather sell drugs and get a job and be straight, and then you turn around and complain about the poverty rate. Fuck out my, my friend face. Sam watched this and he didn't know that Joyner Lucas is not the guy actually rapping this. Yeah, so he was super. Got nobody else to blame, so you blame Donald. If fuck the world would make America great, Connor. My boy's been back. I'm not racist. My sister's boyfriend's black. I'm not racist. My sister-in-law's baby cousin Tracy got a brother and his girlfriend's black. Or <laughs> <laughs> there's not enough jobs for all the men in your house. Maybe we should build a wall to keep the Mexicans out. Maybe we I feel like it gets a little better when the other guy starts racist. doing it. It's it's yeah. both of them, but like he's still just sitting here taking it. Oh, maybe. 
word. No, he's doing it now. Different sin. Yeah. We shouldn't say it, but we do, and that's just what it is. But that don't mean that you can say it just because you got nigga friends. Nigga. <laughs> that word was originated for you to keep us under. And when we use it, we know that's just how we greet each other. And when you use it, we know there's a double meaning under. And even if I wasn't picking cotton physically, that don't mean I'm not infected by the history. My grandmama was a slave. You're getting mad educational. You ain't got no motherfucking sympathy, you pussy nigga. <laughs> sorry, you can never fail my life. Trying to have faith, but I never felt all right. It's hard to elevate when this country's ran by whites, judging me by my skin color and my blackness. Trying to find a job and ain't nobody call me So we might have some copyright issues with this. Hopefully yeah. that. Oh, we won't. As long as you're commenting on it. Yeah, okay. as long as we're talking but, about it. We don't need to fucking spend the whole seven okay. minutes. No, but it's that. it's a crazy video. It and, is. And yeah. I like it. And though. also it's... White Trash by Tom McDonald's, another similar very... White Boy? Have you seen White one? Trash? White trash. Oh, okay. Tom McDonald's was Tom somebody McDonald. I could not get into his yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm offended. Like, I can't get into it, but I definitely knew guys that were all about him. Oh, I've actually been on the phone with this guy, Mad Child. I didn't Ye- know that. Yes. I'd kind of rather watch White Boy. Is Mad Child. Yeah, he, Mad Child's a rapper. <sighs> yeah. Is it cool if I... White Boy? Is it he gets up on the table and starts screaming, Why? I cannot feel guilty This is the dude with the do, tattooed I eyes. Understand the reasons why you think I don't know. That I should. Oh my God. White, but I never put your neck in no news. There's another guy that looks like him that's got tattooed eyeballs. You can't just label me racist cuz yes, I'm related I don't to think people it's him, who did some terrible way back before I was alive. My parents brought me up to treat everyone as an equal. I refuse to feel ashamed cuz of my pretty blue eyes. And not <laughs> white supremacist. Anyone who labels me is that because of my family genetics. The hate for Caucasians is so pathetic. Go be proud it's that you're black, but don't hate me for some credit. I'm not the white devil. I Leo think when YouTube audio. The white race as a whole ain't the enemy. There's racist white people, but we're far from that collectively. He's so persecuted. <laughs> this is pretty funny. I like the close up though. Yeah. I mean the the like very close. I've never seen this one. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's like not even worth engaging. Oh, it's so man. stupid. It's so funny it. though. It's it's silly. It's just silly to me. Oh man! Uh, well, he is Canadian. White people so. going. Is he? Yes. That explains he so explains much. So much. Yes. White hey, I'm not sorry about that. I'm, I'm a white boy. All right. <laughs> white all right. boy summer, bud. Yeah. There's Chet your, Hanks. There's your white boy summer. And then there's your hoosker don'ts right there. I didn't put you in a noose, eh? Hey there. Yeah. I'm sorry I had the moose, but you know there are no slaves. I'm too busy fucking moose up here and playing hockey. So I don't know. That's silly. Poutine, Canadian. bitch. Poutine. I can't Poutine's get it right. really good. So let's, I guess local <laughs> news. Moving on. Let's have us move on to national news. Yeah. yeah A lot of so ones. much has happened that. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I mean, where do you want to begin? So, I don't know. Man. These moments are just really funny to me. <laughs> well, it's been a week and a half, folks. We've taken a week and a half off. Life happened. So a lot of things have happened, uh, like more details on the, the train derailment in Ohio. Uh, since since our last episode, more things have been going through the sky, have been freaking people out, and now there's an issue where certain military and the government, they don't seem to realize that there's like the weather agency sending up like 900 weather balloons twice a day, and that there's 
a lot of commercial balloons and there's a lot of balloons that just you know a month ago no one took notice but after it got attention definitely the media is trying to distract us from other shit it's like hey look at all these balloons that have always been here but all of a sudden it's a problem now yeah fear-based so, stories yeah so now since it's gone they've been talking about how you know there's been a lot of oh shit by the government realizing how many balloons that's actually going on and they talked about how a lot of like high altitude balloon manufacture manufacturers <laughs> that goddamn michelin man yeah, they're trying they're trying to they're now they're now trying to deal with a lot more than usual scrutiny just for doing what they've been doing so yeah i don't know man there's a lot of weird shit going on fucking right they're shooting everything out of the sky they can they're fucking North Korea's testing missiles right now again. Testing, yeah. North Korea is just fucking scary because they do have nuclear capabilities, and their leader right now is just an unstable dude. He's been unstable for a while. And you imagine just living in a fucking country. Biden, Biden won't call him Little Rocket Man. No. That's what we needed. That was our foreign policy. <laughs> and it's funny is Trump called him that and also met him versus a lot of people didn't say remarks like that and they didn't meet him so he talks mad shit and he met him and actually shook his hand which is pretty there's wild. that great it's meme of him out. like sitting there at the table and he's like we're all gonna look nice and thin <laughs> and he just looks at kim Jong and he's like anyways <laughs> <laughs> i saw a few clips of it and just donald trump is making weird faces the entire time just going meh, meh, look at me look at me like this fucking guy yeah, no, there's been, like, multiple shootings in America still. We're uh, getting, dude, we got to keep a counter, man. We got to keep, like, a fucking, like, shooting counter or something. A yearly... We're going to run out of page space. Well, there's been more shootings in America this year than there's days. So we've had more mass shootings <laughs> than days. And we're only getting Two months, end, baby. We're getting through Two the months. end of February. Yeah. So, yeah, we're already, like, but past But has 60. there been a day where there wasn't one? Yeah. Probably. Yeah, ah, we're doing okay. Yeah. Well, that we know of because a mass shooting, by definition, is four or more casualties. So I'm sure somewhere in America there's something going on. Why well, you got to poo-poo us? Well, I, love I already poo-pooed earlier right before the show. The best country. <laughs> America. We get, a lot of, we get a lot of gunplay talk, man, but we don't live in South America either. Well, gunplay is also a rapper from South Florida, too. Oh, yeah? yeah? Okay. <laughs> but we don't live in Venezuela or Ecuador or Mexico. Yeah, we're, we're not like Lebanon, Palestine with Israel. There are other countries with bigger gun problems, but bigger. we get a lot of attention for our gun problems just because of the way that people get shot, too. People get shot in grocery stores and fucking malls and just any weird random, place. Random any places. weird place. Yeah, church. But for a lot of people, I think that that's been the life, that's been their regular day to day for a long time. It just hasn't hit. America is hard yet. Uh, it's happening though, and it's weird because a lot of people are so distracted on their phones. Like if you're either on the bus or you're seeing people in their cars or even walking, it makes you wonder. Like there'd be a lot of cases where someone could just like hide behind a tree, be set up, and a lot of people might not realize right, right away because so many people are looking down at their phones. Dude. Whereas I'm looking around because shit can happen. Dude, like, I have a, a habit of looking around all There's the time. a guy at my job, bro. And I work at a place where there's a lot of temp workers and a lot of people that just kind of come and go. A lot of shady guys. A lot of guys just on the road working and yeah. shit. Fucking need a job and they pop in, they work for a bit and they pop out. Yep. But um, there's a couple of guys that I keep my eye on at work because I'm like, 
if anybody's probably going to shoot the fucking place up, it'll probably be these individuals, you know? It happens. We we had a, when I worked at Lands, which is similar, big cabinet, wood shop, we had a guy once that was getting, that was, he was friends with everyone, but he was a, he was a 19-year-old kid that came from South Dakota, drove here, try life in Oregon. He was doing all right. And then after two months, one day he, he was building cabinets and people were just picking on him and he just snapped one day and I was running a machine like probably 100 feet away on the assembly line and he just started banging a this hammer just against all the machines on the conveyor belt and just started screaming at the top of the lungs I'm going to shoot all you motherfuckers yeah. and then he immediately got a sco- he got taken out of there by yeah. two guys and that was the last of that guy we never saw him again but it was it, but I guess he texted a whole bunch of his coworkers he didn't have my number fortunately but bunch of people that he was friends with he just did a mass text like i'm going to come in and shoot all of you guys and yeah. like, harass people so they ended up just having a you know if you see this guy contact the police and what's funny is an hour before he freaked out he came up to me at the uh during lunch i usually play guitar at the one of the, the benches he came up to me he's like you're a cool guy we should do music together sometime and we were talking about potentially doing music for an hour before he snapped threatened to shoot don't go place. getting shot bro i know I think there's a lot of people like that out there, and that's why you got to be careful sometimes, man. There's a lot of weird people that, like, they live amongst us, you know, and they have problems. Trevor failed to get him to stop from snapping. If Trevor's musical potential was a little more inspiring... I'm sorry, Gradient. (laughs) Well, he wasn't the one picking on him. No, I wasn't. I was always nice to him. I was 100 feet away. Trevor knows the rules. Be nice to the quiet guy. <laughs> I've been the quiet guy, the, the the quiet guy of a boiling temper, but I'm much calmer now. But, yeah, when I when I see guys that little off, I always make a point like, hey, how are you doing today? Yeah. Because then if they do snap, they're less likely to shoot you versus the asshole that picks on them every day. I hate to say it, but there's a Dane Cook bit that I'm reminded of. Or, yeah. Yeah, Obby. Yes. Yeah. 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 And it's like you give him candy, and, it, and so then sometimes he'll just one day come up with a sawed-up yeah. shotgun, obliterate everyone, open your yeah. door, and go, "Hey, thanks, thanks for the candy." candy. <laughs> <laughs> I have awesome. not seen that sketch. Yeah. I should. We all know these people; they're more or less shapes, you know, not really <laughs> body types, but more like ovals and He's triangles. Not fat, but he know. is shapes. Shapes. Yeah. There are definitely people I've seen that are just shapes that you don't really use words for, like. That guy's kind of like a tetrahedron over here. Like that's a dodecahedron-looking motherfucker over here. That shapes, no <laughs> doubt. Uh, we're gonna move on to deck. world news. Uh, yeah, we're, we're doing good time. All right, so world news. Who wants to go? I did the last one, so. Yes, I don't know. What's you got some? World. Um, North Korea's testing missiles. <laughs> we just <laughs> talked about that, man. I don't know. We did we did world news, didn't we? Didn't we do we national did, well, and we, world? We briefly did it. All yeah. Right. Russia's okay. fucking fighting Ukraine still. It's about and, to be a year anniversary, actually. The the twenty fourth, so next week will be a year anniversary. So Pretty here's wild. the real one. If you could settle the war tomorrow with a bare knuckle fist fight between Zelensky and Putin, who's your money on? I'm talking because because Zelensky's obviously a younger man, but I think he's smaller. He's smaller and 
And, and Putin's Putin, ex KGB. Yes, this like, is other dudes like an actor or yeah, something. He's he an, an actor, actor or no, a dancer. Putin, Putin actually murdered people while he was a KGB agent. Like he's murdered people and done active shit. He he probably knows the rat fighting system. He probably's one of those guys like <laughs> tactical like, fights. Oh, the full guys with motorcycle helmets. He probably has a backup plan. He's probably putting cue balls and socks and fucking hitting motherfuckers with them. And who's your know, money on? Probably Putin. It depends. If he if he rides in on a horse with a shirt on, maybe Zelensky. If he rides in on a horse with no shirt on, Putin. He's fucking, he's feeling it. He's got that big dick energy. Probably Putin. I think Putin would get his fucking clock cleaned. I hope Zelensky would clean his clock. Well, that would be the I best. Would that would so. be the best thing is he rolls in there thinking he's like badass as fuck. He's just like I have and Zelensky's just got the rage of like all these people dying in his country yeah. and fucking people, you know, yeah. dude, and he just lays into them. If if Putin is 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 yeah, if if Zelensky's going on rage, and not go Zelensky. Definitely. Because Putin doesn't have anything yeah. to be mad about except yeah. for that he's got a black eye. You yeah. Know? No, Zelensky has all that rage. So you're not. I reconsider. I, I, I think Zelensky's got more of a how about, fighting chance. How about chance. you, Gray? Zelensky or Putin? Bare knuckle match. Um, <laughs> I don't question. really know because I don't like either of them. Yeah. But <laughs> I'd say Zelensky's a less for the two evils. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh, far I, less. I'd say far less. I, I think There's it's a lot crazy of good that I found though. Well, I think it's nuts that we're very pro-Ukraine right now, even though they've been pro-Russia for a long, long time. And we have a lot of Russians that live in America as well as Ukrainians, so. It's it's We're a, a country with so many different ethnic groups that it's kind of crazy. It's, it's hard like, to be on the side of anybody, but it's obvious that one side is doing wrong to the other. You know, one fucking country invaded the other pretty much yeah. as a special tactical operation. Yes, they've so been there for over a fucking to clean year. Out, murdering. To clean out these uh, Nazi elements that are trying to keep the Ukrainian people from reuniting with their Russian brothers who culturally are apparently the same all of a sudden. Well, did you see the... Whatever is bad for weapons manufacturers is usually what I support. Yeah. Right? I get the arming them and whatever, but it's just a little convenient that they've got so much coming in. Well, it's really cool that we've just fucking allocated, what is it, $800 billion to fund them or something? Yeah, we keep... Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of money. That's over... That's almost a trillion dollars... (laughs) <laughs> we could use on anything else, but you know. Yeah, and China might give a uh, a uh, aid to, to Russia. To Russia, and that's great. Or are they going to give aid to Russia? Or are they going to give aids to Russia? Know. Here's a British story. Uh, a lot of teachers are just finding out that all their students love Andrew Tate, <laughs> or a Who's lot of the young Tate? men. Andrew Why? Tate. I didn't know Andrew I Tate know, was a I British. Guy is he British? Yeah, and so okay. I mean, there's a lot of young young guys in Britain that apparently that. Like school age kids that really like him, and so teachers are all trying to cool. like fight back now. They're like, ah, oh, he's brainwashing a generation. He's, so, he's who like is Andrew slight, Tate? He's like a slightly British version of he's the the, the, who, the Paul brothers. Like he's he's a, he's a big YouTube guy that he's talks in custody like a right now in, some form, in Romania. Isn't he the guy that got trafficking. caught for a pizza box? Yeah, 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 yeah that's he the was guy. But, but he was trying to talk shit to Greta Thunberg. Yeah, he's done some celebrity box. boxing. He's talked about boxing like the the Jake and Logan Paul brothers, and he's he's one of those celebrity guys that likes to talk. You know, likes to just talk about like, oh, just be a man, da da da. And, but he's, yeah. I don't know. He's, he's just a douchebag. He's yeah. he's just a douchebag. Like I know well, it's very appealing to a fucking twelve year old boy. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, oh, you've been you you're not allowed to be the full masculine self that you want. To, I mean, there's. You know, I, it's it's. I, I I do get the I do get the appeal because culturally, 
there is, you know, like, hey, you're being a toxic male, whereas Andrew Tate's like, fuck it, be as toxic as you want. So, I mean... Well, society doesn't reward masculinity. Not anymore. Not anymore. Which, uh, which Well, it does in certain facets, like football. You know, like like major yeah. sporting events. But do I do I get a high five for coming home from fixing saw blades that help build everything that made yeah, society happen? Yeah, you well, do. from you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but from society, or do you get... Or for you for doing dishes? Not really, no. <laughs> I mean, well, I think that things. it's easier to control men if... They're not as aggressive. You know, testosterone makes men aggressive. If you take a man's testosterone away, he's not as aggressive. But it's easier to control people with, like, things like income and food and and family. Like, it's easier to control people with things they want. Yeah. Versus, That's what what we've been doing. That's why we have laws set up the way they are so they can control and keep a, a caste system even though they claim they're not trying to do that it's a can reverse pyramid the, scheme <laughs> can we change the show to two lonely epic macho strong guy no men no, in a canoe too, podcast that's too many words bud too many what would words. be epic the acronym <laughs> can we just 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 stick with boys we're just regular guys epic macho strong men no i will re- reinforce the need for your masculinity anytime you want fellas well i think Thank that you. we gotta and be we'll do the same masculine. for you gradient <laughs> gradient if you want to just go punch a fucking elk in the face <laughs> as you pound a, a, a budweiser and have a bald eagle like fly around and then you suddenly have an urge to like play some sweet cello about your brother that died in war <laughs> not making airwolf reference at all but i am then you know do that. I wouldn't mind sending some time with a bow because <laughs> I've been wanting to start hunting it eventually. I'm so just target shooting. Here's I've, a here's a. I would like to do some bow hunting. I've done it with deer, but I'd, elk would be fun. Maybe here's a here's a philosophical question, I guess. What maybe someday you and I grinding? We'll see. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Chris, too, if you want to jump in. What is a man to you? There's a philosophical question. What is a man? We just saw the thing that's... Remember when Sam Elliott was asked that? Sam Elliott, the actor, was asked about it, And he just... His response is similar to my, mine of just men that do what they have to do and they don't make a huge scene about it and they're just very consistent. Like, like my grandpa, for example, would probably for me be like a big example because he was... He was, you know, this country boy that had grown up the Depression. He had fought in the Pacific Theater in World War Two, and then he was just, he was just generally a nice guy to anybody. And he, he was the sort of guy that if your car was broken down, he would help you out and he would tell you a joke as he was fixing the tire. And then he would take you back to the illegal barber shop, cut your hair, and then help you like fix your car. And then he would give you a beer. Like that's the sort of guy he was. He was just. Just a super nice, badass dude, but whatever needed to be done, whether it was fixing or shooting, so whatever it was, like, I learned how to, like, use a gun, use a chainsaw, like, literally he taught me how to tie my shoes and ride a bike, like, drive stick, like, that he, it was him, so, I don't know, I, or even, like, using a boat, I remember going on a boat trip with him, so I, I just say, like, being able to do what needs to be done, and... Being able to, like, make light out of situations where, you know, when when the women in the family were screaming, running around, he was like, hey, let's have a joke and we'll let them cool down and work on something and then we'll go to dinner and it'll be okay. And usually it worked out. So. Okay. How's that for What about you, Gradient? What do you think a man is? Oh, I don't fucking know, dude. Shit's gonna make me unelectable in 20 years in Eugene. I no guess ever gonna... you could give a very biologically <laughs> correct <laughs> answer. You just say it's someone with male genitalia. I mean, genitalia, the like words you, you pick are, are who you are, man. Well, so. 
Yeah, I'm a man. I'm a I'm a I'm a weird one. I'm, I'm a man. One. I'm a man. I'm a man. I think when you're talking about joking and stuff, you know, I have some reverence for for the older folks in my life who've been able to teach me how to joke. And I think that men probably like the stereotype is women aren't as funny. And I feel like you might believe that, Chris. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I think that. Kim Congdon's pretty funny. Okay. You ever seen her? Do you I have a lot up? of great women comedies. And there are some great, good great, ones. Great. There. I'm. I'm a very similar boat with Chris. We're two lonely boys in the canoe, mm. metaphorically. But there are funny women out there. I've mm-hmm. I've seen I've seen. He showed me Kim Condon. Uh, there's the 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 conch lady Nikki you Glazer's showed me. Funny. Yeah, Nikki Glazer's funny. The uh, yeah. the the, the lady you showed me. Yeah. She's Morgan really funny. There's there's also been just like some some ladies that have been on the Legion of Skanks that Chris has shown me that are pretty funny. Yeah. And but. Maybe it's just how I how we were conditioned, but like when like we're somewhere and a woman and like some women try to make really aggressive jokes, it kind of throws us off. Oh yeah. And when they're like, "Yeah, you men of your penises," sometimes yeah. when they come at you really rough, yeah, you just kind of look at them because like if Chris Rye were to just get in a woman's face and start screaming about her being a stupid dumb bitch, da da, yeah. it wouldn't be okay, which mm. it's not. But right. I don't know. There is a bit of a double standard, I feel, and also just we're different. You know, men and women are different in some ways. Just mm. I think we have different senses of humor sometimes. So. Well, I think part of it is also that men probably are like just trained to be funny a little more because you have to like reduce people's fear around you by having the potential of violence. I would right, try, so to, li- try to lighten yeah. the mood a little more. I'm sure we've all had. It's to also do that. more of a way, more of a flirting tactic for men. Sure. Try to charm a woman by being funny, like yeah. you know, a, a decent-looking guy who's really funny is known to maybe be able to right. to hook up with a, a beautiful woman. Get I don't to know. procreate, man. Maybe just a, I don't fucking know, dude. I don't know anything. I All think right. I think that like in today's society, men don't quite know what being a man is anymore. Like it's they've not, kind of it's lost not themselves. As, it, mm. It's not as like a straightforward picture. Like no, it is, and that's the problem. Is that the people around you try to make you feel like being aggressive or being judgmental or being decisive is a bad thing. Well, sometimes that's the thing that kept people alive for a long time. Definitely. So having harsh judgment and having hard critiques and stuff like that, I think that's a part of being a man, but you also have to know like the power of your touch. You can't be too rough with people or else you just push everybody away. You know, and that's where I think good men, they, they can do both. You can be very aggressive, but you can also, like, hold a butterfly. You know, yeah. be able to do a lot of different things. Um, you got to be a well-rounded person in this world. And you can't be always fucking susceptible to everybody else's thoughts. Unfortunately, everybody's going to have their own opinions. You have to tell the world to fuck you sometimes and do what you feel is right. I think that's the number part one... of being a man. Yeah. I, I read that the number one female fantasy is, like... A, a, a man who can cause craziness and chaos and get get nuts, but that the woman is able to tame that. Yeah, the wild stallion or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I've I've yeah. definitely heard jokes about women saying like, "Oh, you need to get tamed by a good woman." I've been told that too. Yeah. Well, how do you think women have learned to live in society as long as they have? Right. So they've learned how to manipulate men. Yes. Because if you have something that is bigger, stronger, and more aggressive, you have to learn to use your your charm. Yeah. And that's what women do. They charm men. But it's a it's a fine balance because women and men do it to each other. You know what I mean? It works both ways. There's things that women want that men have and there's things that men want that women have. 
Yeah. And if you can respect somebody enough, you know, maybe you can get some things out of each other. Maybe you just want to be a necrophiliac or you want to be a dendrophile or do some other random thing. I don't know. I guess. Yes. I'm just throwing that in there. All right. You guys want to move on to uh, the rollerblade team? Yeah. <laughs> Let's get in Let's team go. rollerblade. I've actually been wanting to talk about that. Yeah, it's going to be lit. So I checked out a, it was like a quick documentary and it had a lot of interesting things about rollerblading in it. It's kind of about how skateboarding came up to its prowess and how rollerblading was like the new kid on the block. Mm. Um, but there was a thing in the 90s called Team Rollerblade, that uh, Team Skate, and they were basically a bunch of dudes from California. I think there was one girl on the team, and they were all promotional people for Team Rollerblade. Yes. So let's check out one of the people. Uh, yeah. Oh, wait, wait. Shades on, just like them. Yeah, Bruce Action Jackson. You know you gotta blow off some steam. Just go and invert it, like, bam! Getting those huge airs and just having a, having a blast, you know what I mean? Having a, having a blast, yeah? Oh, man, and they were trying to make... I like this guy. Well, they were trying to make lot. rollerblading look more like street, you know? Because skateboarding was taking over, so rollerblading was like, oh, shit, we got to do something. Well, I think but, rollerblading was thought of as, like, an ex... This is what rollerblading was thought of. Yes. Yeah. Ladies doing... Definitely. Only three wheels. Jill Schultz. I've met so many people... I wonder what kind of dancer she is. For three years, never Maybe an exotic dancer. time dance classes and <laughs> in town, in the rinks, and now it's like I have to get to the beach every day because it's become a regular part of my life, getting out and skating and stuff. Skating and stuff, yeah. Oh, man. How many people had to hurt themselves on rollerblades? Not enough, apparently, because skateboarding won that cultural war. Oh, man, it's so rough. But, yeah, it's just like a... It's a skate video. This is Los Angeles. It's California, around yeah. Venice and stuff. Yeah. And they're doing a lot of, like, street skating. Should I keep rolling with it? or? Uh, let's go to the new Action Jackson. So this Sweet. is him a few years later. Uh, he's still pushing rollerblades. I don't know what he's up to these days. This is, like, a dude I want to follow up on. I but love that camera effect. That was great. Oh, man. It's <laughs> awesome. I'm going to talk about rollerblading uh, this morning. Usually you associated with uh, the old the news. Along the like from 2000. Yeah, not usually the inner city. Unless, of course, no, you this are is the 90s, Jackson, bro. our straight from the streets team. Yeah, look at that hair. We caught up with Jackson at a skating demonstration. Take a look. That's him. I love the kid dancing. <laughs> hey. Hey. They rolled the same clip, but... Grind. This program called Rolling Deep in That's the Hood. Him. Rolling know, Deep in the Hood. AJ Jackson. Places, man. Let the kids try it on for free. You know, I bring my van out, my skates, and my whole energy, man, and that positive attitude, you know, and that's what I do by giving back to the kids, man. I believe it's going to help the kids in the future because they need things to do, you know, some after-school activities, you know what I'm saying? And uh, putting on a pair of skates, man, is just something you can do on a solo tip, you know? And if you get a bunch of kids together, then you can start playing some roller hockey, going out on little fun skates and stuff like that. Strapping them down, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Strapping them down! Man, to take care of the body. Strapping down that helmet, man, to protect your brain, you know, the tool, the ultimate tool. The ultimate the tool! tool. <laughs> I love his enthusiasm, though. 
we need people like that. Can you give us a little insight as to why you're here today, Carl? Uh, we're just here to uh, help the kids out. Here's the money. Uh, Fox News. Here's the money behind it. This dude from uh, local skate rink 404. <laughs> Um, pads, supplying the helmets, and just helping them out and uh, giving them a little tips and stuff like that. Pretty soon, the whole neighborhood's gonna be on skates. Whipping it up, man! Shut up, man, because that's what time it is! He is a really good. As long as we stop having gang shootings and shootouts and stuff. <laughs> Fuck! It'd be great if everyone could. He's could keeping join it real, though. Like and we will have like less killings and stuff. Damn, oh, man. Look at them glasses, though. Yeah. I, can yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can see how she got a baby. I can see how she got a baby. Oh, 100%. Oh, my God. Everybody needs an agent. He's Jackson. about to jump this car, man. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps it real. Can he do that? Yes. That's like long distance? He's got this, man. He's booking. Slow mo. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, yeah. he, did he did it. He tucked him. Oh. He's yeah. a badass, dude. I'm telling you, man. Now the fact he jumped that car is pretty legit. That is some <laughs> mad. That is some mad hops. If I try that, it'd be That's terrible. Amazing, man. Yeah, but damn, that but, whole video was captivating. Hell yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a pretty cool. Uh, I didn't see the end before. Well, I thought that it was, was a pretty cool thing because like. Rollerblading really fell out of style in the two thousands. I remember you know? that. And skateboarding definitely took over, oh, but 100%. like you just don't see people rollerblading at all it's anymore. Skateboards man. Or, or bikes, but also now you see people doing like the hoverboards, like the more modern versions. But yeah, skateboarding and bicycles. Have you seen the one wheels that everybody rides yes, around those on? Those are weird. Oh, those are those are cool. You seen those gradient? Hell yeah, dude. What are they called? The the it hoverboards. No. One wheel is the name for the one that has the central wheel. Yeah. yeah. One wheels. Yeah. It's like a board and it has fucking sensors on the feet. I love those, man. That's pretty it cool. So I want to do it. Yeah. yeah. I want to try it out and see what it'd be like. Look and fire. there's a guy on Garfield sometimes. There's a guy just an old school unicycle I've seen a few times. And that's always wild when you just see a guy on a unicycle on a busy street. You're like, what is happening right now? <laughs> There's always a couple of people on stilts. Uh, I've, seen, I've seen a guy on stilts downtown. Down by the Whitaker Block Party. I've yeah. been down there a couple times. There was one dude who was on uh, an extension unicycle. And he was he was like four or five feet in the air, man. That's wild. And I was just like, dude, one you fall need- from down there. Or from up there, and you're done, bad, man. A bad night. And he's like, he's like, I fell before. It's okay. <laughs> it's so cool. I respect that. It's cool. Hell yeah. What? Since we, uh, I'm like keeping it real. Do you want to talk about some drug-free zones in Portland, Oregon? Sure. And the the different class schedules of drugs. Yeah, uh, I was watching an episode of Cops. Uh, it was a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. but there was an arrest in Portland where a guy was arrested in a drug-free zone, and it was the first I'd ever heard of a drug-free zone in Portland because you know it's Portland. There's a lot of drugs in Portland, oh, yeah. but apparently there's a few areas in the downtown and uh, some of the historical areas in the town that is considered a drug-free zone. And if you're arrested in these zones, you cannot be in them or purchasing any drugs or any drug-related offenses again, or you get thrown back in jail. Um, the crazy part is is the way that you register for the drug-free uh, zones is in the police station, which is in a drug-free zone. So it's like technically you can't be in there yet. 
I don't know. It's it's a real catch twenty two type thing, and I think it's um, laws set up to keep people cycling through the the system. I see. You know, um, but when I when I went and looked the other day at the scheduled drugs, you know, kind of the things that get people arrested. Um, it was still pretty nuts to me that some of the drugs are categorized the way that they are. Do you want um, to start from one or five? Yeah, let's start from one. This is crazy. Trevor. So, the yeah. most potential for abuse and the dependence with no medical qualities. What? Heroin? No medicine. Yeah, that's yeah. I love how peyote and marijuana is on there, and they both have been used by people for, for spiritual and for medical healing for thousands of years. Yeah. It's very interesting. That's fucking wild. Uh, LSD, ecstasy, marijuana, peyote, and heroin are all Schedule One drugs. That's fucking wild. You know, uh, cannabis is the one that still blows my mind that it's a Schedule One. You know, yeah. um, it could have been rescheduled a long time ago. It could have. But, you know. The people up top, the prison system is making more money with it staying right there. So that's why it's going to stay and, there. And, and it was one of Biden's biggest possible reelection cards in the sleeve. If he, if you know. he, if he but helped. he's never had a pro marijuana stance. So that's but his if he whole did issue. it, I could see what he's he saying. He just passed something not too long ago where he decriminalized all like small possessions and and previous uh, convictions Cases. about which it, which is cool, which is, which a, is step. a step in the right direction. Yeah. But again, it it's like giving a person a crumb when what they need is a fucking meal, you know. And and I think that that's what America needs, man, is they need to legalize cannabis. Um, totally. Literally, yeah. I think it'd be better for Oregon for yeah. the safety of Oregon and everything because we, we wouldn't attract as many people that um, really want to live a life in a state where weed's legal. Yep. And that and we love weed. I'm not saying we're all hood rats, but yeah, no, and it creates an interesting dynamic the with, with the cartels. Good. <laughs> uh, schedule two drugs, high potential for abuse and dependence, some medical qualities. Adderall. Oxycontin, meth, meth <laughs> cocaine, all five of those are way worse than yeah. me. Yes, all of them. That's so wild. Adderall is chemically very close to methamphetamine. I've, I've known a guy that took Adderall most of his life, and he had a lot of characteristics of a meth head, like just. I used all to take Adderall. I have uh, ADHD, and it was prescribed to me when I was in school. The problem with yeah. Adderall in young people is it can cause uh, heavy depression. Yes. And I was already a depressed mm. kid, so it made me suicidal. And that yeah. was a bad side effect that, you know, once I got off the Adderall, I realized what was making me uh, feel bad, you know, and it took. A couple of months. Er, Since it er, helps you focus, were you able to focus hard on how you wanted I to I did kill really yourself? well in school. <laughs> well, I did really well in school. And when I got depressed, it was more like, yeah, I just hated. I, th- I, feel, I felt like I was overwhelmed. You right. know? And that's, right. I think, where the sadness was coming from. But yeah, we're meth. Not- cocaine like cocaine i kind of get because low doses of cocaine in a lot of people actually shows some health benefits um but meth oxycotton which okay oxycotton is worse that's that's one of the biggest reasons we have the opium uh, opioid epidemic is because of oxycotton totally vicodin as well um yeah it's nuts man so Schedule three drugs, moderate potential uh, use and abuse dependency, acceptable medicinal qualities, doctors, prescription required. So testosterones, steroids, ketamine, which is an interesting one. People are really getting into ketamine these really? days. People like ketamine a what lot. What does it do? Is that uh, it's a tranquilizer. It's, tranquilizer. Uh, so, it's usually used for animals traditionally. Yeah. 
It's a horse tranquilizer. It's a horse tranquilizer, yeah. And but it's just it's really so it's become a popular street drug and it's become a popular rave drug. I've, um, I've so heard a lot of people on the, on the street just talking about it. Yeah. yeah, it started in, in Europe. Um, well, it didn't start in Europe, but it, it got, got a lot big. of hype in Europe, and then it moved over to America, and now it's it's working its way through America. But there's a lot of people in uh, England and stuff that have been to treatment because they were fucking in K-holes and stuff like that yeah. and just using it way too much. Right. Um, just like anything, you know, it can be abused. Tylenol and codeine. So, man. scissor, man. All the rappers' drinks, man. Yes. So, that's some crazy Crunk. shit. Have you ever tried codeine? No, I haven't. It's pretty nuts. I've tried it. It'll fuck you up. You smoke a blunt or two and you fucking I've drink heard, some scissor. I've heard about that, yeah. You you feel like you're drunk, but it's more of a like a foggy drunk. Like, your head isn't there. You know, you're, you're just on autopilot the whole time. I'm good on that. Um, yeah, and Tylenol. So Tylenol is up there, folks. Be careful with your Tylenol. Uh, schedule four, low potential for abuse, which I love that. Xanax? Xanax. Is low? <laughs> low potential for abuse. Volume. Oh, volume. Ativan, which Ativan's, uh, you know, it's... I've heard of Ambien. Ambien definitely yeah. is abused. Oh, yeah. Ambien's abused by a lot of people. Eminem was addicted to sleeping pills. Yep. Tramadol is another uh, sleeping... Uh, it's a, it's a, in the similar family. It's like Zomas. and uh, I learned a lot about prescription drugs when I grew up in Florida. There was a ton of kids that I ran around with that would just like raid their parents' fucking medicine cabinets. And streets. Yeah. It's an easy way to make money, man. Xanax was, was one of the pills that I was introduced to, and it fucking straightened me out because after I took a few of them, I like didn't want to do them anymore. I had had a blackout on Xanax, and I did a bunch of shit I didn't remember. It was pretty nuts. Um, yeah, Schedule 5, the lowest potential for abuse. And it's just got like uh, a few other ones. Robitussin, uh, Lodomol. Pretty uh, much cold Lyrica medicine. Lyrica is another one. Yeah, a lot of just like cold flu medicine. Yeah. Uh, it won't get you fucked up unless you take a bunch of it. Yeah. But I don't know. It, it's, it's really crazy the way that we have this categorization of drugs. You know, because I think that these are all wrong. I think the first, like, three levels are completely all over the place. They definitely need to rearrange it for sure. Weed should definitely be a Schedule 5. But if you can't get the government... fix the government right now. Yeah, if you can't get the government to agree on basic things, if you can't get them to do the things that they're supposed to be doing, how do you get them to do any change? As we've talked about before, until the old conservative white guys that are holding it back die off we can't once they die off like then things can change a little bit more but i also think that in politics there's this ability to slow the wheels of time basically the the political wheels of time well not even just filibusters is you need certain amount of votes in certain sections of congress the senate fucking uh the supreme court just having the whole speaker of the house thing with mccarthy when pelosi retired how similarly how his party didn't have enough votes to vote him in as speaker of the house but we as a country can't we can't get anything done politically right now nobody is seeing eye to eye on a lot of things we're too busy shooting balloons so 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 how do you get any drug reform or any fucking you know Reform uh, for health care or fucking like Gradient was saying, in, in schools, you know, how do you get a bunch of school money? I mean, if you use like, if you got the military on your side and you just pretty much did a coup and just murdered all the people that were holding it back, you could do that. But that would be a little extreme. So, 
in a less extreme way, just when people when enough of the older generation dies, that's when you just have younger. But people by that time, we'll be dead or really old. Too old to do anything. Too old to have a too old to party. At, definitely at that point. But, well, yeah. too old to, old to really experience what we're trying to right now in our lives. Yeah. You know, the things that are holding us back are fucking laws that were made 100 years ago. Definitely. Yeah. Reefer. And I think it's in the Constitution they say, like, laws are unjust, yo. You got to flip this shit up. (laughs) Thomas Jefferson wrote a a thing about when the government is hindering the people and it's not fair, then it's the the duty of the people to overthrow. To rise up, But the government doesn't like reminding the people that at all, even though... That's we like pick and choose. That's we like pick in, and choose. That's in school. Like they just really briefly mention. They're like, "All right, so let's talk about the uh, let's talk about the 1880s now." Okay. Because what scares them more, uh, I think, than anything in the country is the dumb people coming knocking on their fucking door. Because there's a lot of people in this country, man, that just they would rather not have their things taken from them. Yeah. Their family, their fucking freedoms and stuff. Their land. And you just get enough people together with enough guns and you just start knocking on doors, man. It's going to be a problem. You know, we have an issue in this country right now with uh, rioting. You know. And it's only going to get worse, I think. Probably. Yeah. Especially as resources become more scarce and more Prices people. become higher and jobs become tougher. Yeah. yeah, it seems like any, like, I don't want to downplay anything, but a lot of things can trigger a riot that used to couldn't. You know, yeah, <laughs> like there yeah, when there was right. a greater sense of economic and social stability, yeah, people wouldn't, you know, riot quite as much. I think it's become really common in certain countries, but like in America, you you see it on a, a different scale, I guess. Uh, but yeah, I think it's the way the media covers it too. Yeah, you know, when something like that happens, when there is a riot, you know, it's media coverage for two weeks about it. You know. And about how things have changed and stuff's different. And, you know, how do you how do you fix the the fact that the government doesn't want to work? The media is working against the people. Yeah. Well, you can either ignore it. You can move to a different country, which is also ignore it. Canada's looking better and better each day, it man. Is. It is. Or I mean, there are certain people we know. Hang out with Tom McDonald. <laughs> White boy. White boy. <laughs> Or we can just be like Chet Hanks and just be like White Boy Summer, but I mean, I mean, or you can like certain people we know try to you know change it for the better from the grassroots, or you can just trudge on day to day like we've been doing. And but I don't I, recommend it though. You there's know? no easy answer. If there was an easy answer, there's enough common people that would have started something i feel if there's an easy solution to it like a lot of the topics we talk about here we talk about it because it's not an easy it's not an easy thing like oh this is how we build this boom 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 like there's so many elements going on that so what do you think what do you think the solution could be i think if do you, you think it's going to come through through political I, change i think if you were to gather people together and just like have more i think a big thing is just if 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 the if the media and the government decided to actually start being honest and have like an honest conversation and open lines of communication with the people that would definitely be a good starting point because if it's like there's too many backroom deals too many backroom deals so if they were just more straightforward with people and were actually like straightforward with people about what's actually going on declassified more things 
that would definitely make us trust more. And if, if anything, if, if you can trust somebody, you're definitely more likely to work with someone if you have a line of communication. So us. do you think the American people would approve of all the things that the government's involved Absolutely in? Absolutely not. Whether so, you're left, right, or whatever, there's definitely things that... So knowing that, do you think that with the people's approval, the government could be allowed to continue doing bad things? I don't you know, think if they, they basically give to. them the option of like, there's a dictator down here in this country. And if we don't go and destabilize his country a bit, he's going to create a lot of problems for our, our very rich friends over here. But we have too many lobbyists and too many corporations that benefit from these things, these tribulations sure. happening, obviously. So. Coca-Cola. <laughs> oh, Coca-Cola, just to name a few. But, yeah. I mean, there's oil companies, there's all kinds, but I don't know. That's the problem is if we had a way to like also have more of a check on like giant corporations, that would help. But there's just so much money. That's the problem. So if you can buy every politician and you can buy every figurehead, then what's the point of the politics? Well, I mean, everybody's got a price. You know what I mean? I mean, Teddy Roosevelt was famous for doing, like, the antitrust laws, like the Sherman antitrust laws. Yeah, you gotta laws. break people up. Yeah, like, the, his famous expression, like, speak softly and carry a big stick, which that's what I was talking about. But, I don't know, man, there's just so much money tied up now, and there's so many people, so many problems, so much money that, right now, I'm just on this podcast and, you know, throwing out some ideas, but if people just learn to just communicate more, maybe not always be so isolated sometimes and like just be honest and have like straightforward conversations and relations with people that's always a good start so. i got a theory yeah. so there's nine billion people on this planet Eight billion. <laughs> Eight billion. Yeah. i love that statistic because one day it'll be true there will be nine soon very soon so there's a lot of people on this planet and every single one of them is wanting a house and a car and a piece of land and a, a mansion family, and, and they have hopes and dreams everybody's got to have some yeah. a piece of the pie but what if there's not enough pieces of pie to go around then there's then, always going to be somebody suffering you then know what i mean we're going to have to just deal with the fact that we are animals and we are subject to biological laws just like a group of deer or whether it's a bush or anything if you have too much of anything then diseases or predators or just life is going to thin the herd out and that's we're at that point. I we're think, at the tipping point. We're at the tipping point where the herds kind of have to be thinned out. We're going to have to have a Thanos sort of thing happen and just kind of take out, take the garbage out, if you know what I mean. Just well, we've never had a society outlast like time. Like the Greeks did a good job for a while, I guess. The Romans the did Romans a good while. The Mongolians did a good job for but, a while. But every civilization has fell. I mean, there are certain ones like Egypt, China that have, you know. Lasted longer. Lasted long. Like Japan. There's there's also ones in like Europe. There's also certain African ones that last a long time. But yeah. they're definitely, it's definitely like Egyptian or Chinese societies much different now than it was 4,000 years ago. But what's, I, I guess what makes us so arrogant to think that, like, we're not adapt to change and shit? Because there's more money in keeping our egos up. Exactly. Yeah. There's more money in keeping yeah. people in positions to where they just keep working. That's why we have these problems, because there's too much money to change them. What truly. if people just went back to being nomadic 
and fucking moving around. There'd from be place a lot of angry corporations, I think, roaming around with. with you worked squads. when you needed to, yeah. and you you know you survived off the land, and you fucking worked in your community a lot more. I think there would be a lot of people getting murdered if that happens. I think there'd be a lot of corporations that would get mad if, if everyone just decided to stop and they would they would start threatening people. There would probably be death squads. Well, I think around. there would be just like there is now. If you destabilize the current government, there's going to be somebody backing a group or a party and then saying, well, you guys go out and create some chaos. And yeah. once you create some chaos, I'll profiteer more off of that Absolutely. chaos. Any you war know, that, that happens in any war, yeah. It's a constant re rehashing of the same story, I think. I think Definitely. we as people are fucking, we're destined to just keep doing the same repeat offense. Trevor, it's all right. That's all right, why good. we extended it. I know. I uh, want to talk about movie review. Sure. I want to talk about your uh, Undisputed 2. Yeah, so I watched Undisputed 2. It was a movie with Michael J. White as the main uh, protagonist. He was a guy over in, uh, just kind of like Ukraine, or, uh, yeah, similar. Former you know, Soviet S- Union Slavic, area. very Slavic yeah. area. But he gets uh, caught for a crime he didn't commit. They basically planted drugs in his bag. And so they found drugs in his bag. They take him into jail. And it's found out that he was brought to that jail to fight in this underground uh, boxing competition they have. Uh, Michael J. White being a professional uh, boxer and them having a champion in the prison. It's the follow-up to the movie with Ving Rhames and uh, Wesley Snipes. Yes, I've seen that. Yeah. yeah, the first Undisputed was really good. If you ever want to go see a really cool movie, really good movie. this was right before Wesley Snipes lost his money. So he was still yeah. giving it a shot. He had a boxing match with the IRS and it didn't work out so well. I feel so bad for him, yeah. man, but... I don't know. He should have been better with his money, I guess. The IRS is fucked up, though. They will take anything. Oh, yeah. They don't give a shit, and they'll sell everything else. They sell taxes. Yeah. They're also, they get way more from, like, the poor people. Like, they're designed to, like... Of course. You know? It's it's easy to go after It's a buy volume. They're definitely going after, like, guys like us a lot more versus the guy that makes ten times as much as Well, it's easier to to enter a thousand... Yeah. There's a lot more of us. Well, it's yeah. easier to get the pennies off the ground than go fight a dollar. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If there's a bunch right. of... We're definitely the pen- pennies on the ground. We're kind of... We might grumble, but we're pennies. We can only do so much. Yeah. And, you know, you're going to go fight somebody that's got lawyers and it's got, you know, resources and Doctors stuff. Doctors and lawyers and such. People things- disappear, you know? With yeah. me, I'm like a pretty much a very liberal person in many regards, but like... You, I don't want to tax people more just to create X government program that, mm-hmm. you know... Yeah, it, I don't know. Yeah, the government there's has no, a tax burden is already really high. Yeah, know. there's there's no easy answer. Well, the government's got a problem rich, with uh, the government's got a big but problem with like that, yeah. their usage of money too. We we dedicate our money so weirdly. Anywho, uh, undisputed. What ends up happening is Michael J. White gets in with this guy, and they end up fighting. And in the beginning, he is a really talented boxer. But he doesn't have the uh, kickboxing ability. And his ring manager at the time, his like coach, he's a junkie. And he fucking switched water bottles on him. And he got him all drugged up during the first fight and got him knocked out. And then he ends up meeting this uh, older guy who's in a wheelchair. And he used to be like a Russian uh, commander or something. And he gets him to train, you know, to fight again. And... 
he's—it's a really cool movie. It, it basically goes on to him winning the fight in the prison and uh, reuniting uh, the friend he made in prison with his niece. And there's a real emotional like reunion at the end. But I'd give it like eight out of ten boxing gloves. It's a really good movie. And there's a couple of other ones. I think there's four undisputed movies. And this third one, the enemy uh, from the second one becomes the protagonist. And then I think he's followed on into the fourth movie. But yeah, undisputed. It's a really cool uh, series. There's another one that they came out with after that. That was Ving Rhames' story afterwards. And it was called uh, Animal. Sorry, just proceed. Yeah, check out Animal. um, The Ving Rhames movie. Yeah. Animal, Ving Rhames. Yeah. So so this was the follow-up to his story after he lost to uh, Wesley Snipes. Animal 2? Well, Animal and then Animal 2. And, yeah, he has a bunch of different uh, movies. But I, I love that, that. Oh, Terrence Howard. Yeah, yeah, they came up with a bunch of series of. Damn. Well, they came up with a bunch of different um, timelines, basically, for, for what happened after this big fight. And so he was still, like, the heavyweight champion in prison. And it was just a bunch of people trying to fight him afterwards, you know. Mm. Five point mm. seven on IMDb. Yeah, no, really Sorry. cool movie. Okay, <laughs> direct I've, to video, I've, dude. I've seen yeah, undisputed, undisputed too. Ving Rhames has this crazy ability to be in really good movies, but he does a lot of direct to video type of stuff too. There's a lot of smaller B films. Nice, that makes sense. He was a big actor West in the nineties. Didn't go as well for West Studio as it did for Wesley Snipes. He was the dude from uh, Last of the Mohicans. Nice. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Yes. Native American. Yeah, he's in a bunch of cool. stuff. He was just in the newest Avatar movie. He was the like main chief or something. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Unless you want me to look up other shit. No, you're good, bro. Ballin'. I do my own review. You can do whatever you want. Cool. It's your show. So this is uh, Sons of Anarchy soundtrack, season yeah. one. Thanks on the suggestions from Chris. And it's like 45 minutes, and it's a compilation album, so various artists. And the, the song I want to mention is by a band called Lions, and the song is Girl from the North Country. And it's like a little over four minutes, but it's almost like a melodic punk song. Like most of the stuff there is definitely covers of like rock and roll and soul songs this was gospel gospel and there's here's like this random melodic punk song in the middle of the album and it caught being a being a fan of punk myself it was just it caught me off guard but it's just it's just about a songs about a biker chick Mm -hmm. and it's just like this almost like very calm rancid sort of song about a biker chick and it's just it's relaxing and it has like some almost some black metal tremolo picking in there a little bit but it's Definitely lighter, a little poppy, but yeah. it was really nice. The thing I loved when they did the soundtracks for Sons of Anarchy was that each season they did a few different artists. So they brought in different people to kind of feature on the, the series. They brought back a lot of similar people. Katie Seagal, she played in the series. She's a very good singer. She also played Lilo on Futurama and uh, Peggy. Bird on the Line, she did a, the Johnny Cash cover, Bird on the Line, which is really good. She's a great singer. She does a lot of covers in the uh, show. Um, White Buffalo. White Buffalo, House of the Rising Sun, yes. yeah. Matador. It was on there, yeah. There's a lot of cool uh, groups. 
Um, Noah Gunderson, you wanted me to do a Noah shout out. Gunderson in the Forest, a in the Forest Rangers, that was yep. that was on there quite a bit. So yeah, yeah. No, go check out some of the Sons of Anarchy soundtrack. They definitely have a few songs worth uh, rechecking, and I like a lot of their covers of stuff too. I haven't heard season two yet, but I'm sure it's good. Uh, I think you'd like it. Yeah. Right. Uh, Chris's cannabis corner. As he's smoking cannabis, perfect. Nothing much to report right now. I'm popping some more seeds. Um, gonna start my next run here soon. I had some clones that failed. I took uh, a bunch of cuts of clones, but I didn't use any um, any clone adherent. Usually, there's like uh, different uh, things you can put on clone X and stuff like that, and it'll help the root systems to grow. So um, but that, I was in a pinch for time and money, and yeah. so I just cut a bunch of clones hoping that they'd root better. Then, but I had a temperature drop, you know, for like three days in a row, and it just threw the clones into a weird phase where they didn't want to root, and the humidity has to be very, very high in the room, and because of the moisture content in the room and the heat I had to pump into the room, it didn't allow them to root very well. But that's part of the gamble you do you know when you fuck with plants is sometimes they do great sometimes they don't so only thing to do is pop more seeds and get some more girls going the thing i'm happy about is from my last run i have a ton of seeds that uh i really liked so there's three different strains that i ran um that i popped this first time around i think i got like 10 seeds that started so i'll go ahead and pop maybe like five more and see what i get out of that and we'll see where we're at in a few months. Nice. Very cool. You got some gradient? Not really. Uh, chilling, living life. What's the topic? Is it reviews? Because I really. <laughs> do you want to do? Do you want to review something? You certainly can. If you. Uh, I don't know. I I feel like I don't want to talk too much because I don't like to put myself on camera. But. Uh, and, I, and you're the soothing background voice right now. I am the soothing. I'm the soother. What would you guys want to roll for like 30 seconds for a part where the video dropped out? It would just drop down for like 30 seconds. And then what would you want to see? Like some, some guy getting kicked in the nuts while you guys are doing the pod? That yeah. reminds me of like the Eric Andre show. Like with uh, when um, <laughs> well, when the guy from Run DMC, the guy that, uh, that did the, the whole love show. Mm. Run The guy that always had the clock watch. The fuck is his oh, name? Oh, that's Flavor Flav. Flavor Flav. Public Enemy. Yeah, yeah. When, when Flavor Flav supposedly gets kicked in the face by Hannibal and then it does that drop right after, so you're not sure if it actually finished or not. Like, that's what you want? Maybe. Just like some that. Eric Andre sort of this wild shit. Okay. Okay, that's your request. What do you want, Chris? I just want... There's a video of a guy from the early 2000s. He used to run around in a red wig uh. and a blue jumpsuit and a pair of sunglasses. And he, his whole deal was he'd run up to people and he'd kick them in the nuts. <laughs> I swear to God, if you look it up, you could probably find it. Guy right. in a red wig kicks people in the nuts. It used to come on the TV at like 4 in the morning. Fuck yeah. Such a weird thing to see on TV. At four <laughs> I'm sure some fights happened after after he just randomly. Well, your audience saw all that shit about four minutes ago. They, they saw that go. shit when the video dropped out. It's because I accidentally filmed in 4K. It takes a million gigabytes. And I was like, ah. ah. I deleted a video real quick, and then I started in 1080. So no, you're good, man. And that's what we're figuring out. It's yeah. dynamic. It's exciting. You want to talk about the uh, the Valentines versus the Vietnam party? That was something we you had me write down. A Vietnam theme party versus Valentine's Valentine's, Day. yeah. 
I like the Vietnam theme party. I feel like you can get more out of it than Valentine's. I feel like the music. I feel like the Vietnam party had much better music because you have CCR, you'd have Rolling Stones, you'd have Jimi Hendrix, you'd have the animals, you'd have some Santana. Like the the music playlist playlist. at the fucking Vietnam party would be very crunchy. But you got to think of all the Vietnam vets that would be having flashbacks and shit because we'd be having gunners, you know, and fucking we'd be having choppers in the background and stuff like that. There'd be lots of rice for everyone for all the times in the, the rice fields. Yeah. Pho, dude. We, we'd, <laughs> favorite food. we'd make our own fucking... Pho is really good. We'd make our own fucking uh, uh, holes and stuff I, that they have to clear out. <laughs> Give them a handgun and a flashlight and be like, terrible. get in there. <laughs> be terrible. I love uh, that from uh, Forrest Gump. They were always throwing them in the fucking holes. <laughs> also, we would give them oranges all the time. Like, don't think about Agent Orange. We just hand them oranges randomly. Real. That would be pretty fucked up. We just use butane instead of napalm to light everybody <laughs> on fire at the end. Terrible. It's a theme. Uh, so yeah, we got five minutes. Um, if you guys want to shit on any more Asians, I'll remind you that I am ugly. <laughs> <So if you're laughs> <more. laughs> We're just trying to shit on. You ever see? You ever jumps. see Grand Torino? Yeah, oh I, yeah, I love that That's movie. Such a good movie. <laughs> such a wild but, movie. But I love when he's yeah. like fighting the gang members. He's like, "We well, stack hooks like you six <laughs> feet high. Use your sandbags." I was like, "God damn, bro, those yeah. are people." He's right. like, "Yeah, but he probably used them as sandbags." Right. It's like, yeah, you gotta fucking use people sometimes. Wowza. <laughs> Pretty rough. That was a really cool movie. Grant yeah, Torino was spoiled really ending? dope. Spoiler alert. He he's shot. For, they think he's reaching for a gun, right? He's reaching because for his lighter. His lighter. Yeah. yeah. So because he had had, he had, had tension down. for some local gang members. There had been some definite tension, so they were on edge of this It's guy. crazy how yeah. gangs are in like Los Angeles and stuff, man. You have like the Asian Latin gangs, and then you have like the hard Asian gangs, and then you have Asian Latin. Like, there's Sacramento- so many different. <laughs> yeah, it, no, it's Sacramento so too is one of those places. We had we had a whole thing with Vietnamese Cholas gangs. And and we, fucking, yeah, we had yeah. we had like people from different Russian countries. crime and all this. It's pretty wild. Why do Asians hate other Asians from different countries? Maybe you can that's a that stereotype. One. We would never, but fuck the Chinese anyway. Yeah, see? <laughs> no, yeah, no. I mean, it's it's interesting. I know Japan and China's had a very long and tenuous relationship. I mean, think so. about like you know. Uh, well, Japan's always had cooler shit, and China's always talked about how they yeah. got cooler shit. But and then Japan they had yes. way longer time for those exactly. rivalries to develop. I think because like right now, New Yorkers don't like Alabamans. You know, Oregonians don't like Californians, but we've only had that shit going on for like 200 years. A couple hundred years, yeah. yeah. But there's definitely in like the much older rivalries, like obviously like, you know, the whole thing between like the Jewish population and the, what's now known as Israel and like the, the people that are more Palestinian, but that borders keep change. Right. They've had 2,000, 3,000 years of not liking each other. It's just... You know, the, the borders have changed and a few things. Like, now the Palestinians have, have Islam versus beforehand. They had more of a core thing hmm. or other religions. But, yeah, it's, they've had such a long time. But Shout out to Islam, bro. It's only been around 1,400 years. That shit's taken off. Yeah. It's the they fastest growing really into it. It's the fastest growing <laughs> religion because a lot of third world countries, it's like if you see all over North Africa, a lot of places where there's serious problems, Islam's like, hey, here's a quick solution. Follow us, we'll help you out. But religion's always been used. Christianity's done it forever. Like that's that's minds and hearts of the people, man. Minds and hearts of the people. 
And and you can do a lot with desperate people. And that's Definitely. why religion thrives in bad countries sometimes. You, you know? have a guy with a hole in his you know, a hole in his stomach and Christian a hole missionaries in his pocket in and you hand him a gun. Like, hey, do these things. Christian missionaries in Africa, brother, teaching, you know, African people Chinese, or not Chinese, what is it? They're teaching them uh Mandarin and stuff. Hmm. Yeah. I've heard about that. Yeah, they 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 send them to China to teach Christianity. It, like they send them all around the world and stuff. Huh. But yeah, you go to a country and you convert the people and then you make them missionaries to go to other countries yeah, to, it's you know. Wild. Yeah. I don't know, man. Religion's tough. <laughs> Religion's real tough. Cuz yeah, science is science and religion are starting to become one and the same thing. And I don't think people are taking it very well. Mm. Yeah. What if there is some extent to which um, a dogmatic view? People can pretend that it's just based on science. Yeah. But but people don't really read. No. <laughs> like the average person that is like doesn't read. Where's the a button that says believe science? Yeah. Has not read a scientific paper this year or something. No. You know what I mean? Like so no. they believe the scientists that tell them the thing. But how many yeah. of these people have like actually read like? St- like Stephen Hawking's like briefer history of the universe and like read these things and thought about probably not as many you're taking everything for like face value you're saying well I don't have the information but the smartest people that we know say this is what it is you know I, I think that like I think emotion and like feeling something that has been in our human nature for a long time I think it plays a lot into how we feel and how we deal with the world that we interact with you know, and I think that that, with the science that we know, kind of is how religion is, you know, brought up, man. Like, people talk about miracles and stuff. So, I can nothing more miraculous than, like, the human body and fucking certain things it can do and stuff. I'm wearing an ICP shirt right now. Don't talk to me about miracles. Yo, miracles, bro. Oh. <laughs> what about magnets? How do they work? Isn't a volcano just an angry hill? My kids just look like Shaggy. And, and no, his kids look like Shaggy and my kids also look, look like Daddy. Shaggy. Yeah, that's like the SNL spoof. Shout out, you guys should Dude, watch that. I, I'm going to show you the SNL yeah, spoof in Time Forever of the song Miracles. It's funny, every time you watch workaholics or movies that Chris has noticed this, whenever they, they like show songs, every time, like, I know this song because I, totally. I grew up around Juggalos. Homies. I've heard a lot of them. Homies. Yeah, I've, I've heard the great Malenko album. Like, I've heard these uh, albums. I'm yeah, not... no, he showed me this before. Oh, okay. That's the funniest part so about funny. being on a stoner podcast is he thinks I haven't seen this. Right. He's right. showed me this twice now, oh, and he's like, I got to show this anyway. to you. <laughs> I'll stop the video anyway. He's like, NBC's got them by the balls. Oh, wait, no, it's right yeah, here. Yeah, right there. Oh, but this is the Kick Spit Dirt Festival. They did it a few times. Stank Mouth Soda. Underground Rock Minute. Oh, yeah. I love that song. But this song, this will song will take the band yeah. in a whole new direction. True, true. It's got a positive message. And yo, it makes you think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really killer clowns with magical mysteries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so many confusing things out there. We'll get your magnifying glasses so out, ninjas, and take a closer look at life. <laughs> <laughs> I like your shirt, by the way. I noticed that. Where does the sun hide at night? Do people really used to live in black and white? And white? Is the world round? Is it flat? How come no one can tell me that? Like, what's with islands? Get more land. What's with deserts? Get, Get less sand. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Brazil? 
Just an angry hill? Bird. Why do some mountains look like presidents? That's what uh, no, the whole video is pretty much crying out for laughing. It's, I don't know, pretty funny. Good shit. All right, you about ready, Trevor? Yeah. Whooped my juggalo fam. There you go. Uh, Once again, I endorse nothing. Let's try to say that at the end of this show. <laughs> Even what up, ninjas? <laughs> what up, ninjas? That's pretty funny. Anyone have any last things? No, you're got, on it, man. I got a closing quote here. Be yourself, because everyone else is already taken. Oscar Wilde. Oscar Wilde's taken? Apparently. Is that Olivia Wilde's hot uh, uh, cousin? Yeah. <laughs> Oscar. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Clocks work. <laughs> there you go. Clockwork orange. Clockwork orange. Later, everybody. All right. Take care, people. Eat those cakes. <laughs>